0: Welcome to Tea Time with Tiffany, a podcast about faith, books, and everything in between. You can read all of my writings about these same topics over at lifeofacatholiclibrarian.com. Hi guys, nice to be with you on a beautiful August day. I hope that you're all doing good. I am. It's been, um... of an emotional week for reasons i'll get into in our just happening segment but welcome to tea time with tiffany episode 108 we're going to be talking a little bit about back to school stuff um a little bit about my sensi side business because i've been doing a lot of stuff with that lately of course just general happenings what's happening what's going on and then our usual books crafts and per corner so what's happening with me this week um so my kids had a trip planned for months with their grandparents uh, my in-laws to go to a water park about two hours away I guess two two and a half hours and they've gone away with their grandparents before Um, you know they're very close to my in-laws they spend a lot of time with them and um, so they have done overnight trips with them in previous summers but this year was two nights and I have to admit I had a hard time with it. I was just very emotional about them leaving. Of course the time without kids in our house is so strange. (laughs) Um, I mean it's nice in its own way, right? I mean Mike and I were married for just under a year when we had Henry and so we have haven't had a lot of time in our marriage where we haven't had at least a baby in our house if not very loud older children and so it it was an adjustment to get used to all of the quiet and we're both introverts so we do really love the quiet I have to admit but it's just I don't know it's not quite it's not right it doesn't feel right because it's not the time of our life that we expected to have a quiet house so it feels a little off but we have very much enjoyed each other's company we've gone on lots of walks and we went out to dinner and we walked down to um a restaurant down the street from where we live and got a drink and you can just do spontaneous things like that you know and so it was lovely really really lovely and uh, watching some movies and such like that in the evenings. And uh, very nice, but we're definitely ready for the kids to come back. So we've had that going on, just look emotional about that. And then coming up this weekend, it's a big, exciting, I'm going to visit Christina. And while I'm really looking forward to that, I'm very emotional about leaving Mike and the kids, um, because um, as I've mentioned before, I am a very anxious air traveler, and I am flying to see her. And it's not a long flight, hour and 20 minutes, not a big deal. But I am very anxious about traveling by air. It's just uh, part of who I am. And so I'm nervous about that, and I just, you know, I hate to leave the kids again um, since I haven't seen them for a few days. They're coming back today. So I will, <clears throat> of course, be spending time with them. But, you know, I'm sad. I'll be okay, though. I know that once I get there, I will be very happy because I'll have Christina. It's just the getting up early, going to the airport and dealing with all of that you deal with these days at airports and then the actual flying, leaving the kids and all that. I will, um, that'll be hard, but once I get there, I'll be fine. And then I'm just going for a couple days. So I'll be back soon enough, but yeah, so <laughs> working on those things, um, uh, but I am very much excited about visiting with Christina. It's been just over a year since I saw her. They, her and her family came and visited us last Memorial Day. I was last to visit her two years ago. Uh, two years ago, about a week ago was when we first met in person for the first time. In real life, and so um, this between visits this time, because of the way that things fell, it was a little bit more than a year. So, we're excited about seeing each other and spending some quality girl time together. And um, we're going to be going to mass together. Uh, Tuesday is um, a holy day of obligation. Is the feast of the Assumption. So we'll be able to go to mass twice over one weekend because we'll probably go to a vigil mass Monday night. So I'm excited about all of that. So that's what's happening with me. Back to uh, Okay, so that actually isn't back-to-school stuff. That's still on our agenda. So that's just generally like why Tiffany's been emotional all week. Um, Back-to-school stuff. So, you know, uh, my kids don't go back to school. I've been noticing more and more because of Facebook. Most states uh, go back to school in August. Around here where I live, In Western New York, everybody starts after Labor Day. You don't see the August um, going back dates, but there's school supplies. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, All of that is very much at the forefront right now. I've got to, you know, get uniform stuff for the kids, supplies. uh, We have their lists, which are gigantic. I do not remember my parents having to suffer through this when I was in school. It has changed, but we've got to tackle that. And the kids are starting to moan and groan about having to go back to school. So... It's still just under a month away, though. So, um, But that's in the air. Um, a lot of um, of my friends who don't live around here, their kids are going back. And uh, certainly I work at a college campus. So I should clarify, K-12 to schools around here go back after Labor Day. But colleges start before Labor Day on the whole, like the week before. So classes begin here at my university on August 28th so there's been lots of orientations and tours and stuff going on around the campus and it definitely is a much different feeling from june and july around here so we can feel that the change is about to happen very mixed feelings about that i love the fall but uh you know that going back to classes means that my crazy schedule is going to begin again i'm hoping that it's not going to be so bad but we already had to go up from 10 classes to 11. um and it's just it's always busier in the fall So it's going to be busy again, but I'm hoping that it's going to be a lot better than last fall. So hope spring's eternal. But I've got a lot of things going on. I'm going to be moving offices. I'm moving up one level. Um, That's where all the teaching librarians are now going to be housed. They're trying to group everybody um, with people that they work with more. So... That means I'm going up a floor. I'm hoping that's going to happen before classes start, but I don't know if it will or not. To be honest, because it require everybody's being shifted, and so it's you know one person needs to move, then that person needs to move here, but then that office is still you know, so we'll see. But I have that going on. I've got my writing going on. I'm on the last chapter, um, but I just started it, so I don't. And now I've got lots of other meetings and other tasks related to the semester starting. So. I don't know exactly when I'm going to finish it. I'm just going to keep any day that I can. I try to get a little in there and, you know, if I'm not quite finished when classes start, I'll finish shortly thereafter, I hope. (laughs) But it's going pretty. I I got a lot done this summer, so I'm happy with that. So that's back to school. Um, The other thing I've been doing, I've mentioned in the past that my little side hobby is that I'm a Scentsy consultant. I really love home fragrance stuff. It's just very soothing to me and so i had become a consultant just about a year ago it was last august i believe the 12th and uh date is coming up so it's my seventh anniversary i really do it it's it's a hobby you know it's not Really, a business to me. I do it because I love doing it. I've got a really fun Facebook group where I've got fun discussions with friends in there every day, and I enjoy, you know, being able to get a discount on what I buy because I buy a lot. So I love that, and um, I'll have a link in my show notes if that's your thing. I know I have a couple of you who are in my group. <laughs> I love it. So, but if that's something of interest to you, I don't talk about that on here a lot. But if you if you enjoy scented wax um, and other what we call travel products, so little things to hang in your car, little sprays that you can spray in your office with different fragrances, give me a holler, I'd be happy to add you to my Facebook group, um, I have links in the show notes, but I've been enjoying that, because it's going to be the fall, and that's the big season for Scentsy, and so we've been gearing up with fall supplies, I'm going to be putting in my fall supply order next week, so I'm excited about that, beginning testers of all of the fall and winter holiday scents, and um, looking at the new products all uh, the warmers for the wax it's super fun I just love it so um, I've been enjoying that and I have a vendor event my very first one tonight it's a ladies night out with um, a bunch of other vendors so a jewelry norwax cleaning products usborn children's books LuLaRoe that type of thing um, where people can shop all in one place so you know I don't really carry stock so it's not something that I normally do but you know, I want to bring my testers and just some warmers and see it as an opportunity to meet people. Um, and yeah, so I've never done that before and I'm an introvert. So that's, it's definitely out of my comfort zone a little bit, but I think it'll be fun and it'll be good for me. So always good to challenge ourselves. So I've got that going on later. Um, enjoying the sunsy life. All right. So that's my what's happenings on my bookshelf. I have finally finished Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It took me two months. (laughs) So I finished it. I haven't yet started the next book, which is The Order of the Phoenix. I have it on my Kindle. I'm ready to start it, but because I was reading um, The Goblet of Fire for so long, I wanted to finish up the Amish quilt shop series that I had um sort of taken a break from so that I could totally devote myself to Harry Potter for the summer and I was right in the middle of a book which I have linked in our bookshelf um show note for the week so the book I'm reading right now is book four murder plainly read and I am going to download and read the final book I unless she's planning on writing more I'm not sure but it's the latest book called murder handcrafted Uh, I highly recommend the entire series. Very sweet. I really enjoy the character. Sometimes she gets on my nerves the way that characters do when you read a long series. Like, why did you do that? Why are you always doing these things that get you into trouble? Makes me feel nervous for her. But of course, that's just part of cozy uh, detective fiction. It is what it is. Um, But I really, really do genuinely like the books and like the main character, whose name is Angie. She has a little love story going on. In the background, she has this adorable dog named Oliver that I really enjoy, and a kitten named Dodger, and it's all very charming. So if you think you would enjoy those types of books. So she inherited a quilt shop from her aunt, who was Amish, um, when she passed away, and she moves, Angie moves from Dallas, I believe, to a small town in Ohio so that she can take over the shop. Originally, she was been planning to sell it. Thinking that she wanted to just go back to her other life. And when she's there, she falls in love with the town and the simpler, quieter way of life um, amongst the Amish population there. And so she decides to move and stay. And um, the books are just very feel good, cozy reads. So I have that in the show notes. All right, so the big thing here is in Creative Commons, I've been doing lots of knitting and crocheting. So finally, I'm gonna show you something that I've been alluding to for weeks. Um, I'm gonna show you my Rhinebeck sweater. So what am I talking about? Rhinebeck is a city in the Hudson Valley, New York. Every year, they host the New York Sheep and Wool Festival. It is one of the biggest fiber festivals in the country. And it's a really big deal for people that like yarn. So (laughs) this is a big festival where they have all kinds of fiber-bearing animals for you to see. Lots of vendors selling hand-spun and dyed yarn. And lots of other displays and classes. And just a big community event to meet other people who enjoy fiber crafts. And for the first time this year, it's always in mid-October. It's about a five-ish hour drive from where I live. For the first time I'm going, and I'm really excited, I'm going with my knitting group. And one of the traditions, if you go to Rhinebeck, is to knit in the year leading up to it a Rhinebeck sweater. So this is not a specific sweater. It's just any sweater that you happen to knit with the purpose of wearing it at Rhinebeck. And this year, my knitting group and I are all knitting the same sweater, just us together, and it's called Opposite Pole. And it is a a cardigan so this is something you would wear over top of you know your other blouse and it is definitely one of the more complicated patterns that i've ever knit so you start out i'm going to show you but this is a little bit of a monster because it's big and it's still in progress and so it looks very unwieldy so i'm going to wait to take her out for just a moment you'll want to watch the video for this if you're listening to the audio so you start out you knit a small very manageable rectangular back piece and this is a, a very intricate cabled sweater. So there's lots of lovely cabling going on in this thing. You know, I was all proud of myself when I finished this this rectangle. Okay. You have a long way to go after you finish the rectangle. What you do is you, um, trying to remember all the way back, you you do a provisional cast on. So that means that's a, an edge that you're gonna be able to go back. Those are still live stitches that are being held for you. And you're gonna graft there when you finish the body of the sweater. So you use provisional cast on and then you Um, pick up the end uh, a corner of the rectangle and then you begin to knit back and forth back and forth and so you have your rectangle and what you do is you make a big fan all the way around and that's the body of the sweater so you start you're starting with your back piece and you knit around the rest of your back and you leave an arm you sort of create a space for an armhole and then you attach and then you create this whole wing going around to the front of the side of the sweater and the way that it's knit is it's just this lovely sort of a a flowing design where you're knitting the with short rows you're making these wedges so it's just like a it drapes very nicely it you know it's designed to be an oversized like larger piece that you wear over something else right and very warm so um, you're knitting along, you're doing all these, this cabling as you go, and then you're stopping every once in a while to create these wedges with short rows to shape the, the sweater. So you do one side, leaving the armhole, and then you do the other side. And of course you go around the bottom as you go um, to do the finish off the back. And then oh, that might be where you graft, now that I think about it. But at any rate, I'm still very much in progress. So I'm So I'm on the second armhole though. So I'm about to finish the space and then I'm gonna connect it up and then continue to pick up stitches. And then I've got a graft. So I think that might be in the back where we graft. Okay, so yeah, it's a little complicated. And if I hadn't have my, had my knitting group, I don't know that I would have been able to have finished because I was reading the pattern, I was having a hard time with it. But because we were all knitting it together, that's the beauty of a knit along. I was able to go to them for help. I've been taking a long time to knit it because I've been working on other things in between, but a few of them have already finished. And so they have been a wonderful resource as I go and encounter problems. So um, yeah, so once you do that and you graft, then you've got to knit your sleeves. And um, yeah, so we all chose the same yarn. I should put a link to this in the show notes now that I'm thinking about it. Um, Let me put a note here for myself. Okay, um, we're using Knit full we'll of the Andes. I chose a heathered dark green, but we all picked different colors. So we've got a couple of blues and we have a brown and is that all of us? Cause I have green. I'm thinking of two different blues. One is like a lighter, icy heathered blue. One is a beautiful royal blue and a brown. Uh, yeah, so it's a nice variation and they're all gonna look different, which is kind of cool. So, all right, here she is. Let's see what I can do. Um, so here is. She's big. Opposite pole is. Okay, here's our back piece. Here's my armhole <laughs> over here for the one side. Bring it a little bit closer. A little bit further away, you can see the cables better. Um, so that's that piece, that rectangular piece. So I picked up, and here's the provisional edge with that gray yarn there. And so here's the one side. It has a beautiful uh, braid that is. Um, back um that you can see from both sides and that goes along the edge because it creates like a nice little like a cowl drapey type of neck around and so here going around so i'm on the second armhole this is going to be my armhole space i'm almost there so when this is as long as this you connect and then you continue with the back piece and now i'm like lost in yarn here um where is it aha you're gonna (laughs) pick up Here I'm gonna go here, and then there's the, oh, look how lovely that goes together. Um, So you're looking at the wrong side right now. But you'll start picking up, you're gonna pick up stitches over here, and then you're gonna graft back here, yes. But it creates, if you you click on um, the link to the pattern page, it's a paid pattern, it's not a free pattern, uh, but you'll be able to see a photo of a finished sweater in there. And we've got more cables going up along here. Um, It just creates this lovely, rounded draped shape because of the way that it's knit and this is probably way more knitting information (laughs) than you all wanted Um, but it has been a wonderful challenge for me to knit this because it's very different from anything else that I've ever made so exciting stuff take a look at it though and if you I know I have some knitters out there if you're interested in knitting this on this sweater I'd be happy to um, to help um, if you needed you know deciphering because now I have had help and I can pass it on, um, as to how you make it, because I think that the end result is really worth it. It's going to be super warm, definitely a piece that you're going to keep and wear, you know, with a hard, uh, wearing wool, something that's going to endure very well. You'll be able to keep this and like pass it on. It's a beautiful sweater. So Take a look. Let me know what you think. I'm very excited about it. So my deadline is October 20th, I believe. It's whatever that weekend is, right around October 20th. And I'm on the second armhole, um, so you know it's not quite mid-August. So um, hope springs eternal that I will have it done by October. All right, our prayer corner is all about St. Maximilian Kolbe this week. So I've been praying um, his novena, his feast day is Monday. And on Monday, that is my publication date with Catholic Mom, and I have a piece about him that uh, is going up on that day. So the link isn't live yet, but I have a link in the show notes to my Catholic Mom page, which will compile all of my articles that I've ever written for them. So when it is live the link will be on there, um, but it talks about Henry because my Henry loves Saint Maximilian Kolbe. I get the feeling that when he's confirmed, that's probably the patron that he's going to choose. And just a, a story in Catholic Mom about how Henry introduced me to Saint Maximilian Kolbe and how we read about him together, and our experience with reading his uh, biography together with Henry. We read it, uh, you know, written for middle readers, a couple of years ago. Um, obviously, he has a very touching story. Um, because he sacrificed his life for somebody else. And so it's very painful to read about, but the type of heroism that he displayed, I think is an outstanding example for all of us, certainly, Um, especially for young boys. So very excited that Henry has taken such a shine to him. So that will be coming up, but um, you know, just praying, asking for his intercession as we lead up to his feast day, which is Monday. So that is our tea time for the week. What are you up to? I'm all sad that our book club is finished, but I think it'll be nice for us to have a little break going into the fall, and then we need to pick something for the winter, so for Advent, and then definitely over Lent, we're going to plan on reading The Thief. So put that in your queue for sure. But for Advent, yeah, let's pick something. And um, I've got I've had lots of people who enjoyed the book club over the summer saying, "Like well, definitely want to participate." I'm so glad we just haven't you know really thought about a book yet because we have plenty of time. So great! I'd love to hear how you're doing, what you're planning on doing this weekend. I will have lots of fun. Information from my trip with Christina last time we recorded together. Maybe we can do that again. If we have time, we will. Um, you know how that goes. I wanted to do to record with Sam when she was here, and we just never had the uh, chance. Um, so if we're not able to, of course, I will the next tea time will be devoted to Christina. So I will tell you all about it, or maybe we'll be able to record something together. It'll be one of those two things. So um, pray for me when I'm in the air over the weekend because you know how I fear that. Um, but I will definitely be reporting in mid next week, let you know how it goes. And I look forward to talking to you then. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.